We all experience seasons in life that can be discouraging and stressful. But there is an excellent way to lift your spirits and gain a new perspective on a difficult situation. Join the Potaka Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church every Sunday by 5 p.m. for Hour of Inspiration on Wish 99.5 FM. Featuring soul-lifting music, inspiring sermons, amazing and undiluted lifestyle teachings, Hearts elevating prayers and lots more. Guest speakers, Pastor Anya Lebechi Nunukwe and other anointed men of God. Tune to Wish 99.5 FM at 5 p.m. every Sunday. You can also join the program live on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube at Adventist Church PHC or on www.wishfm995.com.ng. The steadfast love of the Lord never sees. Great is His faithfulness. Hour of Inspiration. Join us. Good evening and welcome to another edition of the Hour of Inspiration here on 99.5 with FM. It's a lovely evening here in the Garden City of Portacot and a brand new day. Yes, today is uh, the 21st day in the month of November 2021. We're already counting down to the end of the year. My name is Epo Temple. Always a joyous moment here to come uh, bring you this wonderful moment of inspiration. A time when God will speak to you directly. A time and uh, I'm so glad that uh, we have you listening to this program, joining us once again like you did last week, like you did uh, from January this year to this moment. God bless you. God bless you. Don't forget that the Hour of Inspiration has a uh, heart elevating music. We also have a uh, life-changing lifestyle teachings like the health tips you shall hear today. And then we also have life-changing ministrations here. And trust that God will lead out. And when he leads...
I'm a strength and my shirt. You alone make my spirit yield. You alone are my heart's desire and I will long to always worship thee. Great song there. Is this your prayer? Is this your anthem? Is this what you long for? This is 3 hour of inspiration. You are 99.5. Um, I'm sure you enjoyed that song. Uh, the first one down at the cross and then uh, as the D... As, as the day, you know, we also want to bring you the health ministration, uh, the health, uh, your guide to health and healthful living, that's how we call it here, your guide to health and healthful living, you know, a way to ensure that you live rightly, you live healthy, and this is one piece that we always remind you that there are things you have not done health-wise that you need to do that will help your daily living. I tell you, you cannot be worthy if you are not healthy. Okay, that's a normal popular saying there. And uh, Dr. Akoko Soki, Premier Health Ministry Director of Potakot Conference of uh, the Southern Adventist Church here, will be ministering to us again. He will be, you know, giving us some, a bit of a health tip, what to do, what not to do. Today, he has something important to share with us. Listen, God bless you. A very good evening to you and all of us. have Jesus than anything. I'd rather listen to God's word than anything. I'd rather be committed to serving him than doing something else. It's three hours of inspiration here. Like I said, it's time to bring you the ministration for today. One voice you've heard before, you will hear him again today and you will hear him the Christ comes. He is Pastor Anna, your blessing on He is the pastor in charge of the Seventh-day Adventist Church in Port Harcourt District and also the pastor in charge of my three church. He will be ministering last week. He talked about uh, the experience of salvation and he delved into understanding the experience of salvation and the whole lot of you that listened to that ministration last week were touched. I pray that God will also do the same. Pastor, lovely to have you here. Today is the third week and we're hoping that by next week we'll be climbing this month. Welcome to the Hour of Inspiration today. Thank you, my dear brother, brother Temple on the Hour of Inspiration. Thank you, my dear listener. I bring you greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Our theme for this month is the experience of salvation. The experience of salvation. Last week, we considered what it means to experience salvation and how it can be experienced. What salvation really means. Today, we shall be considering why humanity needs salvation. The role of repentance and forgiveness in salvation. I plead with you, my dear listener, to listen to this message very closely and intently today because I feel 
There is a much needed word from the Lord to share with you today. At the end of this message, one thing is sure, you will be glad that you listen to this message. In this message, I'll be getting across to you the truth we must know and what we need to do in order to be saved. I believe a changed life is very, very important. Our key text for today is Acts chapter 4, 8 and 12. And it says, Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, rulers and elders of the people. Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to men by which we must be saved. Let us pray. Our Holy Father, we thank you for and the opportunity to hear you minister to us. As we hear you this moment, Father, we ask help that we shall encounter you and have a genuine experience of salvation. May the entrance of your word into our lives at this moment bring life everlasting in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Today, it is clearly evident that we have much religion and churches, but little authentic Christianity and genuine Christians, unfortunately. We hear people share their so-called personal testimonies, talking about some ministers and preachers, churches, and scriptural experiences. And tragically, there seems to be something missing. Jesus is never mentioned. No repentance has been shown. No lives changed. More Christians in our world, more evil. I say, God have mercy. Friend, as you go through the Bible, you will see men and women transformed by the power of God. And the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ, it is clear that Peter and John and other apostles preached and people repented from their sins and they had the experience of salvation. As you hear the word of the Lord today, may you have the experience of salvation. My friend, the greatest miracle, I say to you, that the greatest miracle that can happen in your life is to have the experience of salvation. You may begin to ask at this moment, why does humanity need salvation? And how can it be experienced? Why does humanity need salvation? Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden chose to disobey God's command. He had given them permission to eat of the fruit from all the trees of the garden, except one of the trees of the knowledge of good and evil. Ye shall not eat. He told them, In that day that ye eat of it, surely ye shall die. Genesis 2 verse 17. When tempted by the devil, talking through a serpent, who promised Eve, she will be like God. In Genesis chapter 3 verse 5, she decided to disobey God. The idea was so strangely tempting. So Eve tried the fruit. Gave son to Adam, and Adam ate it also. God's commandments requires obedience. It requires faith. It requires trusting God's way as perfect, even when presented with opposing circumstances. When Adam and Eve chose to follow their own desire and curiosity instead of trusting God, it illustrated 
humanity's ability to be selfish, to be deviant, to abuse the gift of free choice. That's why the God heard had to put plan B into place. Then the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us, knowing good and evil. And now he might reach out with his hand and take fruit also from the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore, the Lord God sent him out of the Garden of Eden to cultivate the ground from which he was taken. Genesis three twenty-three. Without a savior, humanity was doomed. Salvation was being broken. And God's law was being broken. And to prevent a sinful existence from lasting forever, the penalty was death. Is there hope actually for humanity? Friend, if God wanted Adam and Eve to obey him, he already had a plan for their redemption if they chose to disobey. He loved them too much to leave them without hope. That evening when God came to meet with Adam and Eve, they hid themselves. When he found them, he asked, Have you eaten from the three of which I commanded you that you should not eat? Genesis 3 verse 11. Instead of taking responsibility, Adam blamed Eve. When God asked Eve what happened, she blamed the serpent. Sin had begun its sad work of causing confusion, distrust, and self-preservation. In that moment of tragedy, God uttered the first promise. Speaking to the serpent, he vowed, I'll put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. Genesis 3.15 These words pointed forward to the promise of salvation. Jesus will come to the earth to be tempted and killed by Satan and his forces. He would have his heel bruised. Jesus will sacrifice his life for us. But he will live again. Because of his sacrifice, Jesus will win the victory over sin and Satan. He will bruise the head of evil. Of Jesus will win the victory. Satan will will be forever a conquered fool. Jesus, God's son, volunteered to give his life in the sinner's place. He will come to the earth as a lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Revelation 13 verse 8. He will make the gift of salvation possible in the Garden of Eden. It is as if we became infected with sin. But while God's truth is against sin, God has infinite love for sinners like you and I. God's law had been broken and a penalty had to be paid. To pay this debt, God's love through Jesus Christ made a way of salvation for you and I. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish should have everlasting life for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but that he through him might be saved 
Humanity needs salvation because we have all sinned. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We need salvation because our sinfulness have separated us from God. First John 1, 8-10 says, If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sin, he is faithful and just and will forgive us from our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If we claim we have not sinned, we make him a liar. Ah, and his truth, his word, not in us. I believe that every conversion experience is different in some, in some respects. But there are certain essential elements that are always helpful in salvation experience. One, first of all, in every true salvation experience, faith is exercised. Romans 1.16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is a power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jews first, and also to the Greek. To everyone that believeth. Did you notice these words? There can be no salvation experience without believing God. That's why Hebrew 11.6 says, But without faith it is impossible to please God. If faith is required, and it is, then where do we acquire it? We are not born with it. What do the scriptures say? Romans 10.17 says, Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So no one can be saved until they hear the word of God, the gospel of Jesus Christ. You need the word. This word you're hearing this evening, my brother, my sister, you need this word. You need to exercise faith. You can now say by faith, this sin, by God's grace, I will not continue in it. By faith, you can overcome. By faith, we accept Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior. By faith, we receive forgiveness and justification. By faith, we are delivered from evil. Galatians 1 4 says, Who gave himself for our sins to rescue us from the present evil age according to the will of our Father? By faith, we have assurance of eternal life. Friend, 1 John 5 13 says, I write these words to you who believe in the name of the Savior. The son of God, so that you may know that you have eternal life. By faith, we are born again. By faith, we become more like Jesus. By faith, we receive the power to live again. Jesus died for you. He died to set you free. You can say, Father, help my weakness and stretch my hands to you for no other help I know. Surely, you will not allow me to die in this sin. You can say, please, Lord, help me. Help me, Father. Help, help me. And truly, God will help you. Take God today. You need to hear his quickening voice. You want to experience his pardoning grace. Because I believe that Jesus died for you. His precious blood was shed for you to set you free from sin. In every salvation experience. Repentance is needed. It is necessary. 
for there to be true salvation experience. What is repentance? In Greek, it is a world that expresses sorrow for sin, a change of mind, a change of heart, a change of will. You cry to God for mercy and forgiveness. All of these are involved when we truly repent. We are convicted of our sins by the Holy Spirit. We feel rotting, condemned and lost. But then the light of the gospel shines upon us. And we see and realize that God truly loves us. And he gave his only son to die for our sins. And we turn from sin to God. We beg for his forgiveness. And we take Christ as our Lord and Master. Repentance is a first step in our salvation experience. We must realize the need. But we must realize it that we need something more in our lives. We must acknowledge that we are not enough. We must see that even when we try to do good, all our righteousness is like future rags. But this realization is not to take away our hope. It means we can find our hope through the only one who can truly save us. Only God's grace in our life can help us to follow him. Like the father in the story of the prodigal son we heard last week, God is waiting to welcome us home. He longs to give us the gift of, forgi- of forgiveness. He doesn't care where we have been. He doesn't care what we have done. We just need to sense our need and turn to our God. After true repentance, all that matters is that we are now walking with God. There is joy in the repentance. And there is joy even in the presence of God. The angels are happy when one sinner repents. As much as God wants us to be saved, He will not force salvation on us. We have to ask Him to forgive us. I have to tell Him that we need to be saved. God is is respectful of our choices. Even if it's a choice against him. When we choose Christ. He says. Come now. And let us reason together. God wants to talk with us. He promises. Though your sins are. Like scarlet. They shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson. They shall be as wool. Luke 12 verse 4. Except ye repent, ye shall all likewise perish. Let me ask you to be honest now. Has there ever come a time in your life when you are deeply sorry for your sins? And you looked up to God and asked for his mercy, believing in Christ, trusting only in him and what he did for you on the cross and by his resurrection from death. Then if you have, I believe you can be assured that your salvation experience is real. Was there a definite turning point in your life? Did you believe a new creation in Christ? Have you been able to overcome that sin? Have you been able to endure that temptation? If you have, then your salvation experience shall be real. If you have not, please cry to God for mercy. He will forgive you. Can you tell God, Lord, I need you every hour. 
most gracious Lord. Stay down near me so that temptations will lose their power over me. Teach me your will, O Lord. Have mercy on me and forgive me. For you to experience salvation, you need to be baptized. As Acts chapter 2.38 says, Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. I ask you, my dear listener, have you been baptized by immersion? Can you decide for baptism today? If you can, I tell you the truth. Bible says, except you repent and baptize, that indeed we cannot be saved. You are hearing me at this hour. You've not been baptized by immersion. Even after this program, the baptism can take place even today. I invite you, daughter of God. I invite you, child of God. Come, the Lord is calling you. What is that sin? You think God cannot forgive you? I've encountered so many who came crying and said, I don't think God can forgive me. But I tell you today, after baptism, you will have salvation experience. You can tell God, have mercy on me. According to Psalm 51, O God, according to your unfailing love, according to your great compassion, blot out my transgression, wash away all my iniquity and cleanse me from my sins. For I know my transgressions and my sins are always before you. Against you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight, so that you are proved right when you speak and justified when you judge. Can you tell God, cleanse me with his soap and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Create in me a pure heart, O God. And renew a steadfast spirit within me. Tell God, do not cast me out of your presence. Do not take away your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. And grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Then I will teach sinners and transgressors your way and sinners will return to you. I invite you, my dear listener, give your life to Jesus Christ and you shall experience that salvation you need. I invite you again, please accept Jesus Christ today. Be baptized by immersion. If I'm baptism is not biblical, come get baptized. Your sins shall be forgiven. Therefore, if a man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. As you baptize today, you shall be a new creature. All things in your life will go away. And you shall experience through salvation. I look forward to hear from you. And you are going to be ready for that baptism. I'm sure the Lord has spoken to you this evening. You have had an encounter with him. I am sure you are ready for this baptism. May God forgive all your sins today. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Can you pray and repeat after me? As I pray with you. Repeat after me. Lord Jesus. For too long. I've kept you out of my life. I know that I am a sinner. And I cannot save myself. No longer will I close the door. When you are knocking. By faith. I gladly receive your gift of salvation today. 
Forgive my sins, O Lord. I am ready to trust you as my Lord and Savior. Come into my life, Lord Jesus, and be my Savior. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for having heard this message tonight. This hour, God bless you. touched by that illustration this evening I don't know if you are also feeling the same way I am here in the studio I am so touched and I know God is calling you softly and tenderly Jesus Jesus is calling you the pastor is still here in the studio and he wants to interact with you are you having challenge is there anything you want to discuss with him have you given your life to Jesus